This is Kenneth Vigia. As you probably know by now, on February 29th, we presented our very first live performance on Bethesda's stage at Game Days during PAX East in Boston. It was an incredible day, and one I'm never going to forget. Meeting many of you fans, hanging with the Bethesda team, and spending most of the morning with Bethesda Vice President Uncle Pete Hines is something that I will treasure and remember always. It was also the first time the cast were together, and it was wonderful spending time with them. There was an incident with a Boston bar, a lot of drinking, drag queens, and an off-key but soulful rendition of Country Roads at karaoke. But I think you'd have to have been there to appreciate it. I wanted to do something big, but was also limited to a very specific size stage and with a limited runtime. In the end, I wrote an episode that was twice as long as we could do. So, I had to cut a lot. Reintroduce here in a special Director's Cut episode is the episode I wanted to give you. Enjoy. And as always, this post-apocalyptic podcast contains some foul language, dark humor, and depictions of well-warranted violence. You have been warned. Proceed through the vault door at your own risk. In the old days, back in the vault, I loved reading comic books. Captain Ermagerd, Feeble the Vegetarian, even the Bland Banshee. Everything was so much simpler then. This guy ties a woman to a train track. Villain. That woman builds a cosmic death ray. Villain. In reality, the villains are never who you think. They don't set out to be villains. Villains aren't born. But sometimes circumstances force you to make a choice, a definitive, perfect choice. Between light and dark, there's a very wide swath of gray. One morning, over two decades ago now, the world finally opened its eyes as the greatest of all lights seared their vision. I think in those final moments, beyond politics, conflict, and paranoia, they realized that each and every one of them was responsible for the ending, that it was their fault. But amongst all of those blind fools, there was one person who had the courage and clarity to push a button to stop it all. Because from the ashes, from a clean slate, life returned Simplicity returned, and sanity prevailed. Yet we call that person a villain. How far would you go to stop the madness? They had a saying in the old days, War. War never changes. Well, guess what? We did. My name is Simon Rex, and this is the story of how I became a villain.
Responders 5-0 police log continued. 10.45 p.m. Officers responded to a call that a man in a clown suit was using an illegal paintball gun on people's homes outside of Grafton. Suspect was arrested. The illegal weapon dispatched to Dev Room Forbidden Archive. 11.36 p.m. A sinister hand called 911 on comms after investigating a Vox interpreter dart at the behest of that same nameless merchant we've been trying to track down. The victim has turned a permanent purple. Some kind of shimmering haze. Paramedics attempted remedies. In the end, suggested he find complimentary clothing to suit his new look. Police log completed. What a fucking day. What is it? I ask not to be disturbed. Connor? Oh, sorry, hon. Just taking a break. Yeah. How many bottles do you have in that drawer anyway? Please don't. Not tonight. It's been an extremely long day. It's about to get longer. (sighs) What now? Today alone we've had ten. That's ten more police reports on that Vault 69 gym. Chad. And that's not all. We got a wellness call on Black Bear Lodge from the aristocracy. Sent officers Barnett and Black up there, and the place was a bloodbath. Skeletons everywhere. Simon again? Likely. Teeth marks are the same radius as the others we've found. Uh, enough is enough. Call in Isaac Hawkins and assemble a fire breathers task force. We have more than enough evidence to get a clean conviction at this point. It's time to end this. One year is enough. Fat bouncing boys, solid octopus, Mr. Five by Five. Dude, so fat, he's five feet wide, or something, bro. Hey, I want to see you throw that cannonball medicine thing farther than Wilkins. This gym has no room for milk soaked losers. And Bradley, you have another case of that Nuka Cola to chug. Let's see you do 20 burpees. What? Well, you shotgun that bottle, dude. Start burping and then try and outrun that pissed-off giant bee thing we have out back. And get good. That giant beehive thing sucks, bro. It keeps shooting those mini bees in my bedroom while Pats and I are trying to get it on. Yeah, I know. I had to kick it in the hive a few times, but little bit's keen on it. When she gets tired of it and finds another, uh, kitty to play with, we'll harvest the thing for adhesive. Hey, hey, here comes a hot piece of trouble. Hey, baby. Like, oh my god, look at these bottles of purified water I got. Where'd you get those, Pats? I, like, broke into some lame loser's camps and stole the water right out of their purifier. I had so much, I was able to run myself my first bath in a month. You smell amazing. Let's make out. 
Ew, no. Like, you are going to take a bath, too. There are things like totally living in your beard, and I think one of them swore at me last night. Hey, I got a sweet idea. Let's toss those waters in our vending machine out front and build some extra campfires. And tell those workout tools it's a new hot workout therapy to burn calories. And we can charge them 50 caps a bottle. We'll make a mint. Hey, where did the Lankobito get off to? Ugh, she's like out back having some weird kind of tea party with Punch. Oops, I'm late to go coach the dwarf toss. Oh, and then shower. You're like totally grody. this nice punch? Ella and I made some nummy sweet tea. Maybe later we can go find some friends to come over and play. Let's drink some of those ball-dwelling weirdos, tie them up, and then tickle their fannies. <laughs> well, that sounds fun, Ella. Now drink your sweet tea, Mr. Punch, before it gets cold. Punch not like brown water. Look like poo. No, no, it's tea. You put some leaves and twigs and some toilet paper and make a little packet and then soak it in the hot water. And then you put some honey in from our little kitty. Honey? What honey? I don't know. It's like a sticky sweet stuff that tastes nummy. You put it in things to make it taste good. Sweet tea tastes good? For Christ's sake, you big green moron, just drink it. You're aching for a breaking. <laughs> Punch scared of weird little toy. Punch dry brown drink. You're supposed to drink it, not eat the whole cup, you cabbage head. Maybe we can all tickle my fanny, then commit some casual homicide. <laughs> um, how is it, Mr. Punch? Punch like. Crunchy bits, yummy and tummy, like puny human bones. Say, here come puny human now. Um, excuse me, is this the Vault 69 gem? I was napping and someone piled all these flyers on top of me, along with some scarecrows and lanterns and an arrow sign that called me Tubby. Oh, you much, Tubby. Punch put you in brick oven, slow roast with gravy, and beer. Oh my god, what? No, Mr. Punch. Remember what Chad said. Oh, no roast for Punch. Sure, mister. Come on in. Let's go, Ella. she is. What are you up to, curtain climber? We found another fatty! Let's throw him into a pit and steal the junk out of his paper bag when he's dead! <laughs> that child is rude. Careful what you say there, dude. Are you here to learn about the dynamic tension, barrel tossing, questionable effectiveness of my BroFit program? Well, sure. What's involved? Here at Vault 69, Jim, we turn string bean weaklings and quarter-ton heifers like yourself into the kind of majestic, toned wall of muscle before you. That's a great pitch and all, but what exactly do you teach? Are you even vault certified in fitness, or are you just con artists? What? No, no, bro. We're five by five. Uh, you know what? You look like a slick dude, so I'm going to let you in on our newest program. What is it? It's the, uh, 
The Apalochoa Apaloch Apamum The Applesauce Ninja Gypsy Warrior Program. <laughs> we train you in total cardio and endurance, running a series of obstacle courses over the New River Gorge Resort. Before you know it, you're able to outrun those little mole rat potato things without breaking a sweat. Uh, but first, my bro Moose here is going to get you started with conditioning. What? Conditioning, dude. Huh? Our, uh, special room for training, bro? Oh, right. My bad. Let me go make sure the death traps are rearmed. Uh, the what now? <laughs> uh, Moose here is just yanking your crack, dude. Right this way. Um, we just, like, lost six people on that gorge tight walk thing, but you should see how much flex we got. Oh, who's this loser? Oh, Pats. Shut up. This dude's a live one. Oh, right. Uh, like, follow me. Small room. Kind of narrow hallway. Is... what is that? Confetti on the floor? Huh? No, dude. You just head down to the end there. There's like a autoerotic exercise bike or something for you to ride. Yeah, dude, it's great! I love riding that thing! Uh, okay. I've seen enough. Hawkins to fire breathers. Hit him. Ah! You shot me in my ball sack with a dart! I'm gonna murder you! in my left tit. Oh no, that's gonna leave a mark. Uh, I don't think this thing works on me. Hit him again. T take him down. Ah, oh, dude, there's like five of those things in my ass. Felons acquired, sent a reclaim team to bring him back to HQ. We're gonna need a forensics team. I've never seen a trap base this awful. They're Paper bags everywhere. I'm gonna be sick. Appalachia Day... whatever. It's sunny, at least. It's been weeks since the incident at the Black Bear Lodge and Slick Willie's Waterworld with Eat and the Aristocracy. I'm missing the clean comforts of the White Spring already. Last night I took shelter in an abandoned and ruined tent near Top of the World to avoid a rad storm and some pissed-off mole miners. I still am finding management of caps a challenge after being continually shortchanged by those darn vendor bots. A few days back, I had stumbled on a former dweller from level 18 who was living in a brick mansion with an in-ground swimming pool. They were just hanging out with a group of people in gold sequin tuxedos living the high life. Meanwhile, I have 268 caps to my name, scant building materials, and it's been two weeks since I've been able to find toilet paper. There are only so many times you can wipe with a burnt comic book before you start to need healing salve back there. I spotted 
Jake and Ahmad on the map a few times, but I was able to conceal myself. I'm still being hunting for what I did to... But never mind all that. Anyway, as a result, I'm finally free of my dark hunger after a year of feeding on others. I also acquired blueprints to an eight-foot-tall Nuka-Cola bottle, which will look just nifty if I can scare up enough wood scraps to rebuild my shack. Spotted a dweller camp nearby and headed in that direction to see if they can spare or sell any resources. Wish me luck. Ah, shit. Vendor machines. I hate these things. Can't haggle. Did someone say haggle? Oh, hey. Welcome to Mr. Pants's Vendor Porium of the Rare, the Impossible, and the Oh-So-Needful. That's kind of a long sign. Bet that ate up a lot of budget. What? What? You, sir, look like you could use a fresh shower. Right this way. Right this way. I keep a cleansing rat shower right here in my doorway before you go inside. People who consider themselves the bloodied heroes of Appalachia just love it. Oh, man, that feels good. Right. Come inside and let me show you around. We only just finished setting up in this new location. Always on the move. Go, 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 I say. I have a habit of overstaying my welcome in some places. But that's the nature of retail, isn't it? You sell people what they need, and they get all buyer's remorsey and try to haggle after the deal is done. Quite the place you have here. Nice display cases and... What the hell is that? Oh, this? Ah, yes. This is my collection of ephemera. Over here is the hide of the mysterious and impossible chameleon deathclaw. It looks like a dish rag. No, no. That's what it wants you to think. Right. And here. Oh, here is something special. A Chinese ornamental vase from the General Gao Dynasty. It has a tag on it that says property of the White Spring. Yes, yes. Between you and me. I put that on there to keep the riffraff from stealing it. What's this? Ah, our collection of scorched body parts, pickled in vodka. I sell shots of that mysterious brew for just 60 caps each. It replenishes your vim and vigor. Yeah, no thanks. I've avoided the scorched plague this long, not looking to cash my chips in just yet. Look, I'm, I just need to buy toilet paper and maybe some building materials. T toilet paper? I don't sell toilet paper. No one sells toilet paper. You don't want some new armor? No. Maybe a legendary shotgun or laser rifle? Nope. Well, what about a Snallygaster spit attack explosion? Dazzle your friends. Puzzle your foes. 25,000 caps. <laughs> no. Just toilet paper, thanks. Right. Well, okay then. First time for everything. Look, buddy. I'll be straight with you. I could tell from the moment I saw you that you were kind of desperate looking. So, I'll tell you what. How many caps do you have? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not a moron. If I tell you how many caps I have, you're going to quote me a price that is exactly how much I have. Fella, you weren't born yesterday. How much can you spare, then? 150 caps, Max. 150 caps, eh? Hmm. 150 caps. Well, I'll tell you what. I do have a few clean, moist-free rolls of toilet paper I can bundle with three sets of bulk wood. Plus, you know what? No. I can't do that. Do what? 
Well, recently and completely innocently, some of my inventory just spontaneously started reproducing asexually. I'm sorry, what? Yep, just on its own. I had this two-shot explosive combat shotgun, right? I mean, prime drop. Found it right upside the backside of a cave cricket. Took me forever to clean it up with soap. Well, one night, it just up and copies itself. Then it did it again. I've got like 50 of these things falling out of my stash and dresser. Running out of room. I mean, if you have extras just lying around, I won't say no to one. It would be a big help. I've been handing these out as fast as I can because I don't understand this dark magic. But I am totally innocent. Right. Let's wrap up our deal. 170 caps, my friend. You said 150 caps. Oh, my silly Billy mine. Right you are. 150 caps. Here you go. Perfect. Just one second. If you wait right there, I just need to grab your materials, toilet paper, and that oh-so-special, totally legit weapon from my secret hiding place. Sure, no problem. Uh... What is it? Look, I'm pretty private. Because of the amount of inventory I move, I need to be able to have some discretion on where I hide the good stuff. Know what I'm saying? Sure, I, I guess I can turn around. Yep, that's great. Turn around. No peeking now. Yeah, yeah, let's get this over with. I need to hike back to my camp. Won't be a moment. You almost done? Hello? Hello? Oh, son of a... Where did you go? Hey, you come back here with my caps. Problem here? Officer Hawkins? Yeah, some jackass just ripped me off. He took off with my caps. I think he went that way. Theft? We'll see to that, don't worry. But for now, Simon... Okay, fire breathers, take him. Huh? How? You hit me with a dart. Get... Get the fuck off me! Ah! My eyes! What? What is that, Yaogwai Mace? Oh god, it burns! Knock him out. Okay, let's get him back to base. Dispatch a messenger to the judge. Let him know that we've captured all persons of interest for crimes against Appalachia, pending interrogation and trial. I need to report to Commander Johns. screamed at by a scorched beast for three hours. What in the hell is going on here? I don't know. I think it's like those lame new responders. I woke up and they were taking Moose to intugate him. You mean interrogate? Yeah, whatever. This jail cell is gross, it smells like an outhouse, and the mattress looks like someone was murdered on it. Where's Susie? Uh, did you see Susie? 
I uh, think she was like outside with Punch. He'll keep an eye on her. This is some bullshit. All right, Mr. Warren, right here. No more than a few minutes, okay? You, uh, you got the stuff? Yeah, yeah, here you go. Six quantums, as promised. Keep it quiet. If the commander finds out I let Press back here, he'll have my head. No problem at all. Right, here we go. Good evening, radio listeners. This is Hugo Warren, RBTS Radio News. I am on location in Morgantown at the 50HQ, and I'm standing outside the cells of one of Appalachia's most notorious and irritating characters, Chad Johnson. Oh boy! Oh my god! Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, like, let me fix my hair. Are we gonna be on TV? Nah, I think this dude does radio or something. Like, like you just listen to stuff? Not watch it? I think you need to imagine stuff. That, like, sounds totally stupid. Who'd do that? Known through the region, Chad is the notorious owner of the Vault 69 Gym, whose questionable bro-fit training program we reported on in an expose piece earlier this year, after interviewing a number of plaintiffs who were murdered and robbed. Hey, it's 11. Excuse me, Mr. Johnson, would you take a moment to explain your actions to our listeners? Nah, I'm good. Mr. Johnson, your trap-based gym and questionable training program have led to countless deaths, injuries, and in one case, a horrifying mutation. You have nothing to say to your victims and their families? Oh yeah, I do. Move on, snowflakes. You shouldn't have been carrying that much junk. Get good. Also, our brofit training starts at the convenient price of 100 caps an hour. Oh, and like, also ask about our monthly membership plan. Yeah. You put the caps in my mailbox, and don't show up. If you don't keep paying monthly, we send Moose out to grief you until you rage quit your life. Hey, you want to shut up over there? This jail cell has fresh toilet paper, and I'm trying to enjoy the experience. Who is that? Simon? Chad? And now we turn the mic over to accused, notorious cannibal, Simon Rex. Mr. Rex has been accused of crimes against nature and humanity. What do you have to say for yourself? Do you mind? I'm trying to concentrate over here. Nothing. Not a word. Well, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow there will be plenty for them to say at People vs. Rex Johnson, The Trial of the Century. We'll be bringing you all the action live from the Charleston Courthouse. For now, this is Hugo Oren with RBTS Radio News. And we're clear. That was great, fellas. Can't wait for the trial. See you tomorrow bright and early. Hey, Simon. Is this your doing? Nothing to do with me. I was robbed by some jackass and then the responders bagged me. Yeah, you do have the kind of face that deserves to be shot and teabagged. Oh. My. God. There is a radroach in the corner with tattoos and a switchblade, and I think he just winked at me. I think I caught Flaplim. Flaplim? I ain't never heard of that. I did lick the back of this big-ass rad toad, though. I tripped balls and got stanky leg for two days. God, I hate you. Yeah, I'm pretty great. When we bust out of here, I owe you a shot in the face, dude. 
Not before I kill you first. Hey, you remember all those good times we had back at the vault? What good times? Hey, you remember when I laced your mentats with Psycho, and the Overseer locked you up after you weighed all the MREs? Yeah, that was hilarious. Or what about the time you were playing Seven Minutes to Red Rocket in Jake's closet? <laughs> you thought it was a modder in there, but it was old Lady Simpson. Can we maybe stop talking? Alright, you two, Mr. Rex. Commander Connor Johns is going to interrogate you after Lieutenant Corey Anders finishes up with Chad here. I'm unlocking your cells. We have guards all through HQ, so let's keep this civil, alright? That's cute, Hawkins. Hey, how's that Nuka Cola Quantum having? I recall from summer camp that you have quite the issue with that. Must make it hard to do your job, if you can call it a job. The commander knows full well about my problem, Simon. You can try and play head games with me. You're the one on trial here. So is that fool and his gang. Trial? What trial? The two of you have caused nothing but havoc the past year. We've been building the case against you both for months now. We finally had enough evidence to get a clean conviction with the prison AI to put you both away for a long, long time. You got nothing on me, dude. I didn't lift a finger to hurt anyone. It's not my fault they strolled into someone's place, loaded down with 300 pounds of scrap material, dragging their pants to the ground. They should have stashed that stuff. This piece of work over here, though, you should see all the skeletons lying around. Shut up, Chad. Right, let's go. Chad, you first, right through here. Simon, park it here and wait till they call you in. And, and whatever you do, stay away from that door. What? Why? Solitary confinement. We're under orders not to talk to that prisoner. You guys got any protein shakes? I'm parched. Another nice mess you've gotten yourself into. I need to find a way out of here. Prepare for the future. Hello? The future is here. But no one knows anything goes. Who is that? A voice. A very familiar voice. Hello, Simon. How are things? Overseer. <laughs> the Overseer. I used to be that once. But titles, like everything else we were supposed to be prepared for, doesn't really matter out here, does it? Where the hell have you been? Have you been locked up here the whole time? Ever since summer camp, when you ruined my plans. Plans? You dressed up as the sickle man and were committing mass murder. That's not much of a plan. You all assumed I'd gone mad, but I did it with purpose. You dumb kids still don't see what's going on here. What are you talking about? How much do you know about Voltec? Not a lot, just what we learned in school. Well, let me give you a little slice of history. It all started long before you were born. Even before the final awful Saturday, everything went to hell while we were safe in 76. Being born in the vault, you don't know what it was like in the 2050s. Three years of hell, with everyone practically digging into the earth with their bare hands to squeeze the last drop of oil out of it. First, we invade Mexico in 2051. Then Europe attacks the Middle East that next year. Then one year after that, the new plague breaks out. Here in America, over 200,000 people drop dead. 
skyrocketing inflation, sickness, poverty, death, communist paranoia, spies everywhere, and resources running out. The whole world was a power keg waiting to blow. Amongst all this madness, it became clear to everyone that the nuclear war was inevitable. Our government created a contingency plan for the survival before the final days. Project Safehouse. I remember reading about that. Voltec won that contract, and they started building the vaults. That's right. We knew we couldn't save everyone. The societal preservation program was initiated to select and fill just 122 vaults. Directing this program was a German scientist named Dr. Stanislaus Braun, a brilliant but completely ruthless and morally corrupt narcissist that, together with a shadow government operating behind the scenes, put in motion a secret plan for the vaults. They devised secret experiments. Each vault being a unique test and scenario in which they could conduct awful, just awful experiments on the residents. Why the hell would they do that? <sighs> Why does anyone do anything? Maybe it was to weed out those who weren't the hardiest of stock to repopulate, or maybe it was to indulge bronze perversions and twisted concepts of humanity in return for data. Maybe just because they could, and no one could stop them. I don't know. Did did they experiment on us? Did he did he do something to us? I'm getting to that. Shortly after getting fast tracked by Voltec to be appointed as the overseer, I found out what was really going on. I was disgusted and told Evan all about it. Evan, oh yeah, your fiance. I blew him up with a missile launcher. Yeah, thanks. No, really, it was great. Except he wasn't dead. Bastard was tough as nails. Jake and Amada each had to take turns trying to kill him. Legends say he's still out there. People still trying to kill him. Anyway, one night I was picked up by Voltec personnel and hauled in a black limo to Voltec University. You've been to the test vault? Yes. That test vault is a ruse. Below it is a secret vault that Braun had specifically designed as a monitoring station. I didn't see much as they hurried me along through the secret entrance. They parked me in a chair, and it was then that I met the smug bastard for myself. I was so much younger then, naive and stupid. He laid it on real thick, convinced me that the experiments, the selection process of populating them, was necessary for the survival of humanity. I was originally going to be overseer of Vault 101, but Vault 76 meant I could stay here. Where I grew up, the fields I grew up in, the mountains I roamed in. So I chose it over Evan. I couldn't bring him in with me. He wasn't from the right stock, just a laborer, a miner. So let me get this straight: you threw away the love of your life, condemning him to a nightmarish existence, and kept the conspiracy to end all conspiracies quiet, allowing Voltec to experiment on hundreds of thousands of people. What the hell is wrong with you? Uh, uh, it was too big for me, too much. I thought in '76 I would be safe, and you, all of you, my people, would be safe. I could focus on the end game. What came next? To shape and nurture you to be better. You were supposed to be the best of us. The best, lady. I won best hair award and cleanest toilet. You had a meathead named Chad and his dad, who peddled pixel porn from the water purifier substation. And this? Have you seen what it's like out there? 
He promised me, that smug bastard promised me that in 76 would be a control fault for their experiments. No tricks, no traps, no tests on you kids. But then I found out the truth. What are you talking about? You've been there. You've died. Haven't you? Shut up. Did you open the door? In that place? I said shut up. You saw it, didn't you? What was waiting in the dark beyond the door just outside? Watching still. Waiting. You saw its face. Stop it. I don't want to remember that place. I don't ever want to go back there. Simon, get away from that door. Tell me. Tell me now. I said get away from that door now. Get your hands off me, Hockett. What did he... What did he do, Overseer? Tell me. You need to wake up. You're all in danger. Ugh, that crazy woman in there power fisted me right in my toolbox. Let's go, Rex. Get in there. Focus. You need to get out of here. Be junk. Use what you've been given. All right, Chad. Let's get you back to yourself. This is going to be a long day. The commander is trying something different to break Simon. Hello? What is this? Why are the lights off? I don't recognize your authority. You have no right to judge me, and let me the fuck out of here. Oh, God, what is that noise? Where is that coming from? What is that? Oh, it's, it's like someone eating into a microphone. God, it's everywhere. My head, please stop. Stop. I can hear everything. Stop. Hey, you Doc Taylor? Uh, yeah, that's me, Taylor. Dr. Uh, Taylor, yeah. I'm District Attorney Malcolm Fletcher. I don't think we've met yet. You okay? Yeah, just a little nervous. Uh, this is my first case. I had a few beers, popped some mint hats, and shot up some Comex to help me w- with the j- j- jitters. Day drinking and drugs. Yeah, it's, it's cool, though. I'm a junkie's build. A what now? What? You are licensed, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, licensed. Totally licensed. I'm vault Tech certified in child psychology and uh, trauma therapy. Is that what your goats indicated? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, no. I took it twice. It said I was ideally suited as a, <laughs> as a housewife, but I think my teacher just hated me. Alrighty, then. Look, I'm not sure what to do with these two. We're going to throw the book at Rex and Johnson, but these two are just minors, in a sense. They are going to be a challenge for you. 
Here's their case files, the 5-0 compiled after the initial interrogations. Susie Davis, born 2065? Yep, she's ghoulified. Don't worry, though. We're monitoring her. She hasn't gone feral or anything. Subject has been living the past year with Chad Johnson, currently processing and awaiting trial, has an unnatural bond with a small doll she calls Ella, a ragged pre-war tickle my fanny Ella. Huh. Subject is often found whispering to the doll, suggests deep-rooted trauma and manifestation of unhealthy attachment to a transitional object. Huh. What about this over there? Oh my god! A super mutant? Yep. His name is Punch. He's a bit of a character. We tried to separate the two, but the big dude got all pissed off and threw a desk through a wall. In intellect, he's about the same age as the girl, so I'm sure it'll be fine. You ready for them or what? <laughs> yeah, sure. Just give me one second. Need to buff myself with more chems. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the juice. Oh, crap. What happened? I popped Barry Mentats by mistake. Now everything is purple. Whatever. Let me grab them. Susie, Punch, you want to come in here and talk to the nice man? Punch of trouble fit to door. Turn sideways, bud. Stupid human! Door's too small for super mutant! Just turn. No, dude, turn the other. Punch rip out door and wall. Lot of room now for Punch. Opens room up. Oh boy, Ella! Someone new to play with! Well, hey there, Susie and uh, Punch. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> wow, you guys are purple. I think I'm getting nauseous. Why don't you both sit down here and we can have a nice chat and play some games? I'm heading over to check on our prisoners. Give a holler if you need anything, Doc. Punch like games? You have meatbag toss? What? Oh my god, no. Or maybe Musica Human Chair? No, no, what even is that? Punch Clan favorite game. Make Ring of Human and Leader Claw play drum. When drums stop, all super mutants sit on puny humans and make them sing until they go sticky quiet. Punch Miss Game. Okay, wow. That's dark. Okay, no, we're going to play some games, uh, some other kinds of games. Here, see, take a look at these. I put some ink on these, and if you look really hard, they kind of look like pictures. I'd like you both to tell me what you think you see in them. Nothing too hard, just the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, let's start with this one. Oh, that looks like Ella! Uh-huh, interesting. That looks like puny human in tasty soup with mushrooms. What? I mean, okay, whatever. How about this one? Uh, that looks like Mommy and Daddy on fire, right, Ella? That was fun. Remember when we sang our song? If you go out in the woods today, you're in for a big surprise. Okay, that's enough of that. Hang on, need some more comics. Uh, well, now some ment hats. And because I'm doing this too quickly, a little more... Ugh... Comics, yeah, that's better. Stupid human doctor, silly. All that bad juice make meat taste bad. Yuck. Punch not eat you. Maybe just make you totem. Right, well, let's try another game. I call this one the mad game. I made some little blocks of wood here. Here's some for you, Punch, and you, Susie. Does Ella get some? 
What? No, Ella's just a doll. Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh? Nuh-uh. Now look, kid. She's just a doll, okay? It's not my fault. You're messed in the head and you have some some kind of split personality thing going on. You're a meanie. Ella doesn't like you. Why you make little friends sad? Punch smash face in! Oh no, I think that was Psychotats, not comics. Why don't you just shut up, you big green child? Must hurt to be that big and stupid. Oh god, I'm sorry. This isn't going to work. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you go in this other room here? I have some crayons. Just give me a little bit for this to wear off. Come on, Punch. Let's go color. I don't like this nasty man. Crayons taste good? I think so. Let's find out. Oh, my head. Oh, hey, kid. You forgot your doll in here. Well, now it's just you and me, isn't it, Doc? Now we can play a real game. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. You're a drunk who's gone too far. <laughs> what is... That's impossible. Do you still dream about them, Doc? Oh, dreamy, weemy dream. Mommy and Daddy. Mommy loved the drink, didn't she, Doc? When she wasn't riding Security Chief Vince like a giddy of buttercup, she was busy crying in the laundry room. Remember her cries? Sing a song of sad pants. A pocket full of cry. Stop it. Daddy Waddy doesn't care. Daddy Daddy is just nowhere. Remember the night Daddy said goodbye? He walked out the door and never came back. You thought it was Mommy, but it was you. He never liked you. You weren't even his. <laughs> My heart. Stop. What is going on? If you shoot up in the woods today, you're in for a big surprise. If you drink up in the woods today, your heart's gonna go bye-bye! And that's the way the teddy bears have their picnic. Oh, there you are, Ella. Did you have fun? I tickled his fanny. <laughs> Let's eat crayons! Yay! I like the green ones! Okay, you guys. In here. Sit. I'm not sitting next to this loser. The case of the people is against the both of you. You're both on trial here. Good luck. Move over, Chad. You move over. Pardon me. Are you Mrs. Johnson and Rex? 
Oh no, not you again. Hey, you're that Mopo priest guy, man. Yes, I serve my lord. He who flutters by streetlight. He who seeks the all-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful light. And will wake the dark god sleeping below. To bring a new era of horror to the world of man. I am also a part-time defense attorney. My card. You are representing us? I just as well defend myself. You have little choice in the matter, for they've summoned the church. Unless you want to spend the rest of your days in a dark jail cell, far to reach of any delicious, delightful light bulbs my lord so craves, you'll want the help. Hey, dude, you got any of that moth dust? I could use some sniffs to take the edge off. Well, well, well. Solomon, how are things? Fletcher. They are progressing at a positive pace. You still trying to gather the light bulbs or something? Laugh now, puny man, for my lord will shatter the seal soon enough. Well, good luck. This is an open and shut case. Right through here, you two. You can sit back here. This chair isn't big enough, bro! Uh, that rad roach with the tattoos totally tried, like, unhooking my bra last night. I want to go home. This place is gross. Hey, hey, gang! Why, why, are they, why are they sitting up there? We're having them take the stand as witnesses. This is all about you, buddy. Good morning, District Attorney Fletcher. Hugo. You can set up right over there. Fantastic. <coughs> Rise and shine, Appalachia. This is Hugo Warren, RBTS Radio News, live at the Charleston Courthouse on the Day of Reckoning. Two of Appalachia's most notorious villains finally facing the swift hammer of justice. It's the People versus Rex Johnson, and it starts now. Oh, no. Isn't that the insult bot? He who walks with bobs and paper delivering misery has now taken up a part-time companion to the church. What a bunch of sad-looking losers. I haven't seen faces this sad since you all realized you only got one pair of underwear to wear for the rest of your life. Now, please rise for the Honorable Enforcer of Justice in Appalachia, the Judge. Alright, yeah, yeah, sit down. Let's get this over with. I want a fast prosecution. Some dwellers over in the Cranberry Bog just busted in the Forbidden Room and are getting the hammer from yours truly. That's the Judge? Isn't that old Pete from Level 10? Yeah, that dude was a bathroom attendant. I'd always bust his chops. The judge has taken the bench. Now, District Attorney Malcolm Fletcher approaches. Your Honor, the past year has not been easy. We were tasked with repopulating, rebuilding, and reclaiming Appalachia as a sworn duty, not just to vault but to humanity. While many of us set about informing communities and working together, these two Simon Rex, a.k.a. the Sad Sack Cannibal, and Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Royd Johnson, 
disrupted the region with a host of charges that range from malicious harassment and robbery to cannibalism, murder, and conspiracy to commit murder. The court is aware of these two sad losers and the charges against them. Before we begin, I want to make it clear that I intend to apply the maximum penalty awarded to me by the system, life sentences at the Eastern Regional Penitentiary with no chance of parole. It was my great hope post-Reclamation Day that we would band together, find some friendship and family. Instead, you two shitheads immediately started an arms race against one another in your pathetic and quite frankly infantile feud. Me? I went out on my own, built a nice quiet little farm. I wanted to raise corn. I had a cow named Muma. You know what happened? People shot my cow, my Muma, and dropped a nuke on my house. If it were within my power, you would both get the chair. But until the nature of the suspension of death and the natural order is discovered, imprisonment is what I have to work with. Oh, and Chad, I remember you very clearly. Oh, crap, dude. I'm screwed. Fletcher, proceed. If it pleases the court, I wish to enter evidence interrogations 5.2.78a and b conducted on the accused by Commander Connor Jones and Lieutenant Corey Anders. So noted. Play him. This is the interrogation of Johnson Chad in the case of the People versus Rex Johnson. The accused has been advised of his rights and has attempted to waive his right to an attorney by taking off his shirt and flexing. Baby, why you got to be so uptight? Why don't we bust out of this place and go watch the stars out on Lover's Leap? <sighs> Mr. Johnson, as I've told you numerous times, gross and no. You attempted to murder undercover officer Hawkins with an incredibly obvious pit trap concealed with gravity-defying confetti. Is that not true? Yeah, people just kind of wander into our place with all their junk. You can't make an omelet without cracking a few heads, you know? Is it also true that you have no Vault-Tec certification in personal training or athletic coaching of any kind? Yeah, I was never good with them books, but just look at me. You and your gang have been responsible for paper bags from here to the ash heap. A trap base in a gym? Really? Our officers have rounded up your lackeys to answer for crimes against Appalachia. Raiders got a raid, lady. But why don't you slip out of that zip-up onesie and try a hot cup of the Chad? Ah! Oh, damn it, lady. You power-fisted me in the nuts. All my love. To the Chad. What follows is the interrogation of Mr. Rex. This is the interrogation of Rex, Simon, and the case of People vs. Rex and Johnson. The accused has been advised of his rights. He refuses an attorney and does not acknowledge the authority of the new responders. No, I don't. This is ridiculous. Who declared you de facto enforcers of justice out here? What authority? Because there isn't one. Torturing me with audio to get me to crack? That's cute. Establishing rule of law, of order and civility is a calling for everyone. But this is about you. How many people? How many was it, Simon? We had teams finding blood-drenched skeletons from the ash heap to Robco. I never asked for this. None of it. That, that was thrown upon me. Everyone's responsible for their actions. Instead of focusing on rebuilding or dealing with the vultures, 
We've been stuck cleaning up the messes you and Chad have made. It's my job to reassert order here. No, no, no. This isn't some altruistic attempt at civilization or salvation. You're scared. Yes, you are. There. I can see it. This isn't about them. It's about you. You're scared of the chaos. You're shaken to your core by the disorder. You create it not for them, but as a framework for your sanity. Let me ask you something, Commander. You haven't died yet, have you? You don't know what's waiting for you. Where you wait and run and hold on to your mind with both hands as shadows scream in the dark. All before you're vomited by the ether back into the world. No, you stand behind your private army, hiding with all the lights on. You're not a hero, you're a coward. Ah, oh, my face! Oops. Hand slipped. Evidence has been entered into the court record. Please continue. Well, for my first witness, the people call Brian Williams to the stand. Oh, no. Who is this strange man? Camp counselor, a camp wanna grind a lot. We thought he was the sickle man, but found out later it was the overseer. He found out that Jake and I had a hungry habit, and he was going to report us to the 5-0. We, we kind of ate him. Your Honor, I object. This witness was not disclosed, nor have I had the opportunity to depose him or inquire if he has light bulbs for my lord. Overruled. Sit the fuck down. We'll hear from the witness. Would you please state your name for the court? Well, hi there. I'm Brian. Golly, this place sure is dirty. It could use some elbow grease and a Braxo on these floors. Right. Did you know that this courthouse was constructed in 1892 in the Richardsonian Romanesque design? Right. Mr. Will... In fact, the belfry openings are of particular note, thanks to their gray limestone masonry colonnettes. Shut up, Brian! Shut up, Brian! Is there anyone in the court that you recognize? Well, sure. I see the faces of friends I haven't made yet. No, I mean... The person who ate you alive and caused you to respawn at a later date. Oh, sure. That's Simon Rex over there. He and Jake ate my face. It was awfully painful. (laughs) You ate a dude. Shut up, Chad. Let the court recognize that the accused Simon Rex has been identified by Mr. Williams. So recognized. Mr. Williams, in your words, can you explain what happened that day? Well, sure. Uh, Well, we had just completed the canoe race that was interrupted by the mating ritual of the majestic red-backed Mirelurk Queen. (laughs) I finally earned my spermatophore merit badge and got a nifty banner. Well, I went back to my tent and Jake and Simon cornered me. They found out that I had been using the scout skills I learned getting my surveillance and counterintelligence merit badge to track and photograph their disgusting nighttime cannibal hunts. Well, they ate my face and stole my backpack. Well, wouldn't you know it, I ended up in heaven, and it had retail shelving. I eventually found myself back here, alive and filled with new pep. I can't wait to go on new adventures. Yeah, I get the point. Are we through with this guy? I've always believed that with a positive mental attitude and with the right wilderness survival skills, the apocalypse can be F-U-N fun. Jesus Christ. Please go away. Call your next witness. 
wait just a minute. Don't you get to cross-examine him? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was gazing into the luminous brilliance of these overhead lights. My moth lord would so love them. Bro, I want to smoke some of the giggle weed this dude is on. No cross-examination is necessary. Please continue, Fletcher. This trial is a sham. Your Honor, I wish to enter into evidence affidavit 12.1a. The sworn testimony of former Scoutmaster Stewart, a Mr. Handy who was the first on the scene after the brutal murder of Brian Williams. Additionally, Karen Maidenhead, a witness murdered by the Sickleman, a.k.a. the Overseer, also has corroborating testimony to present. Yes, Mom. What can I do for you? Scoutmaster Stewart, can you describe the scene for the court record? Oh, it was ghastly. Camp Warner Grindelot has a strict tradition of molding our poor scouts to be model citizens. Of our counselors, we expect no less than the purest moral fiber. Well, on Camp Cleanup, I found the victim, one Brian Williams, a stellar counselor picked completely clean, ma'am. I was so horrified by the scene that my combat subroutine temporarily reactivated and I went on a rampage hunting down communists. When I finally came to my senses, it had been weeks. That particular cabin was shared by Mr. Simon Rex, a shiftless layabout who vanished without a word. It was clear to me who the culprit was. All right, thank you. And you, uh... Karen Maidenhead. Look at these photos. Were these the two people you saw? Yeah, that that's them. That slick willy fast Eddie and I had? I guess just been killed. And then I kind of just reappeared at Lover's Leap. It looked like some time had passed, so I made my way down to the camp And I saw two guys running out of the cabin. They were covered in blood. It was awful. Dude, you just left the body there? Amateur move. Your Honor, I wish to now enter into evidence interrogation 5.2.79a. The people have arranged a plea deal with two of the accused and one-time associates of Mr. Rex, Jake White and Amata Hayes. What? I'll have order here, please. The recorder is on. In exchange for your sworn affidavit today, you'll be released with all charges against you both dropped. Look, we're just worried about his safety. A lot of this is my fault. We've been trying to find him, but he keeps ducking and ghosting us. I think he may be using stealth boys, but he needs help. Can we see him? No. Regarding the incident at Camp Wanna Grind a Lot, describe what happened with Brian Williams. Brian had evidence. He'd photographed us hunting. Simon and I talked it over. He said, I mean, we decided. Look, he ate Brian. We did it together to keep him quiet. Look, if I could just see him, we may be able to undo the genetic markers responsible for his mutation. I just need time. I think I'm closer to understanding. No. So you and Simon killed Mr. Williams in cold blood, correct? Yeah, we we grieved him. Oh, God, we grieved him good. 
That's all I needed. You're free to go. Simon, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. At this time, I wish to enter into evidence affidavit 12.2a, the sworn testimony of former Vault 76 Chief of Security, Albert Vince. Oh no, 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 no. Alright Vince, we understand for your safety you wish not to testify in person. Can you repeat what you shared with me? I had been battling hordes of scorched at Morgantown Airport when, when they got the best of me. I, I remember dying and going someplace. Someplace in between life and death. It was awful. I delivered music and the shadows of lost souls whispered for me to just quit. I don't know how long I was there, but at some point, Simon Rex appeared. I helped him. Protected him. He repaid me by cold-cocking me and stealing my caps. With no way to pay to win, I was trapped in there. I... I don't want to remember. But I found a way out. At a price. You tell him. I... I may have promised him as he was leaving me behind. He'll pay for what he did. Not to worry. We'll take care of that for you. Hmm. Yet another victim to Mr. Rex's flagrant disregard for a fellow vault dweller. I object. My lord makes angry moth noises on the wind. It is not approved. Oh, what fucking ever. Continue. Your Honor, I wish to call Moose Miller to the stand. Yeah, let's hear it for the moose. Up high, bro. Down low, man. Just take the stand already. Aw, oh, dude, I'm on the radio. Hi, Mom. Wherever you are. I'll have order here, please. You got any of them donuts? I could eat like 30 of them. Mr. Miller, please describe your connection with the accused Chad Johnson. Oh, we go way back, kid. Back in the day, we used to hang out in the back of the classroom in 76, shoot off our laser pistols at Teach when she was getting on with her book learning. We've been bros forever. And after Reclamation Day, you and your accomplice, Miss Patsy Parker, assisted Mr. Johnson in the construction and operation of the Vault 69 gym. Is that correct? Yeah, dude, she runs Mr. Juicer Machine, and I handle all the plebes and run them through our training program. You should see their little legs run through the flamethrowers, punji board mazes, and survive the electric chair bingo. We also have a contest to see who can do the most pull-ups before puking. I see. And for this kind of training program, you'd charge them high membership fees and extort them for monthly memberships? Yeah, if they stopped paying us those sweet caps, I'd go bust up their house with my two-shot missile launcher. I see. Thank you, Mr. Miller. Awesome, dude! Do I win a prize? Oh, you're gonna get a prize, Cupcake. Don't worry. Take a seat back there. For my final witness, I wish to call Patsy Parker to the stand. Miss Parker? Miss Parker? Oh, that's me. Kindly take the stand. Am I, like, gonna get an upgrade to, like, a suite or something? That jail cell is, like, all sticky. We're working on finding a more permanent residence. Ooh! Will it have working showers? No. Now, Miss Parker, we understand that prior to Reclamation Day, you were the one-time love interest of the accused Mr. Chad Johnson. Isn't that correct? So, like, yeah, we were solid all through school and stuff. And then... 
after Reclamation Day, you broke off your relationship to pick one up with Moose Miller, correct? Oh yeah, he's my big ol' love muffin now. Sometimes people just like, drift apart, you know? Now in your deposition, you stated that on the eve of Reclamation Day, the accused Mr. Johnson developed a concept for his BroFit program, yes? Yeah, so like, he was always so smart with plants and stuff. He came up with the idea for BroFit and the gym and everything. We didn't want to like have to work or anything. That's for lame losers. So we figured we'd just like make a place to bring people in and get all their caps. And then when they ran out, we just like get rid of them. They always had like so much junk on them. It was awesome, Blossom. Thank you, Miss Parker. Please take your seat. Your Honor, at this time I have presented evidence of a clear conspiracy by the accused Mr. Chad Johnson and his accomplices, Moose Miller and Patsy Parker, for an enterprise to commit extortion and murder on a grand scale. I have demonstrated further that the accused Mr. Simon Rex is a dangerous criminal and cold-blooded murderer who cannot be trusted and must be permanently incarcerated for the safety of the peoples of Appalachia. The prosecution rests. Thank you, Fletcher. The case has been presented, and judgment shall now be passed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just hold on a minute. We haven't presented a defense yet. What are you doing? I am listening. Somewhere there is a wool sweater. My lord dines on the finest of fabrics. Sit down, dude. You're going to get us in even more trouble. No, I'd like to call just one witness. Please, just one. One moment, please. Yep, just... What? Just call the overseer, you fucking yeah, The overseer. Yeah, just, just do it. Really? Your Honor, if you will allow us one witness. Oh, very well, but get on with it. I call the overseer to the stand. Your Honor, I object. She is not part of this trial, nor these events. If you'll indulge me, Your Honor, I shall make clear the connection to these proceedings. So ordered. Bring her in. Now, please identify yourself to the court. I am the overseer. No, your first name, please. The? No, your name, you obtuse strumpet. It's classified. Uh, Right. Prior to these proceedings, and for quite some time now, you've been in custody. You had an interaction with my client, Simon Rex. Is that correct? That's correct. Please describe to the court the nature of your work. I was hired and worked for the Voltec Corporation, attached as overseer to Vault 76, as part of the Societal Preservation Program. My client indicated that you discovered a larger design, a conspiracy at work. Your Honor. That's correct. Vault 76 was a false control vault. The area and region surrounding it were designed to be a part of an experiment by Dr. Stanislaus Braun and a shadow government operating within Voltec. 
Your Honor, I object. I call for recess. Ladies and gentlemen, the courtroom is breaking out in pandemonium as the former overseer of Vault 76 has revealed a vast conspiracy at work. Oh no, you're not going to shut me up now. Braun planned it all to kick off the moment the doors open. We are in the experiment right now. Did you ever wonder why you just can't leave Appalachia? Have you ever had that pain in your head and a voice whispering that you can't go this way? Nuclear key fragments on ghouls just roaming through the countryside? Really? Nuclear silos that you can practically stroll into with the right access? But a system? A system that will let you drop as many nukes as you want? But only here? Did you ever think about that? Why here? Why only here? I've heard enough. Your Honor, the people demand that these proceedings be closed to the public immediately. Hawkins, get her out of here. This is a bombshell. This is the scoop of the century. And him too. I'm closing the court now. Get him out of here. This is a crime against the press. All of you. Every resident is tagged at a cellular level. There's a reason death has no consequence. Look under vault University. Find the access keys. Hey, let the lady talk, dude. Hold on a minute. We deserve to know. There's something bigger at stake here than this meathead in me. Damn straight. The defense's case is rested. You had your one witness. Now, hold up there, Super Chief. Chad Johnson, Moose Miller, and Patsy Parker, you're hereby sentenced to life with no possibility of parole. You're hereby remanded to Eastern State Penitentiary immediately. Hawkins? Let's go, you three. Hey, I'll get even with you. You hear me, dude? You just called down the Chad Thunder. And you, you created a mess. A mess I need to unravel here. You've dug into things that don't concern you. So I gathered. Simon Rex, you are hereby sentenced to... Just one more thing. You see, she told me something else last night I didn't understand at first. I stayed up all night trying to. She told me that I could just be junk to use what I've been given. Eventually, on the edge of sleep, it came to me. You know what I brought with me today, just in case? This. A scrap kit? Just a scrap kit. A handy little thing that defies physics and just telemagically sends all those typewriters, fans, and magnets back home. But the funny thing is, no one wondered what would happen if you just undo the clasp like this and reached in. You see, it can transport a little more than just garbage. Goodbye. Hawkins, Fletcher, get in here. He's gone. He's just gone. Judge, Chad's gang have escaped. That little girl and her super mutant poisoned the officers with lemonade. Rex just escaped. I want them found. 25,000 caps bounty on all four of them. The bailiff and I are going hunting. Hello? Where'd everybody go? I think I was supposed to testify or something. Alas, they are all gone, my dear. And so must I. There are bobs together. Well, shucks. That's a shame. I brought my new ukulele and thought we could all do a song with these swell acoustics of the place. Well, hi there, Marianne. Well, hey there, Brian. Fancy seeing you here. I thought you were dead. Oh, I was. 
It was nifty. Nice ukulele. How about a swell song? Let's do it. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Lines is harder. Look at all these bleeds. Younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads take me home. Lady, stranger to blue water, dark and dusty, mothman in the sky. Much like you, Jai, got something in my eye. Someone unlock this. Hey, I'm stuck in here. Oh, fuck's sake. Hello? Help. Help, I'm stuck in here. Anybody? Is there anybody out there? Help. Somebody let me out of here. They had a saying in the old days. War. War never changes. Guess what? We did. I walk a broken road, but I know who I am. I'm a villain. But I will find answers. And before you judge me, ask yourself, how far would you go?
Looking for a Fallout audio drama? It's True Vault Escapades! That's right, follow the death-defying adventures of Detective Walter Camry and his vault girl Bunny as they solve the Wasteland's biggest mysteries. From the dramatic Texas prologue to the high-stakes world of New Vegas, Walter and Bunny risk it all to crack everything from murders, slaver syndicates, and corruption at the highest level in post-nuclear America. True Vault Escapades. It's a Fallout show with a detective twist. Look for True Vault Escapades wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.